Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. We're going to be talking about why we don't hate credit cards. Yeah, let's talk about um, that. I really and feel like if we don't talk about this, we are doing a disservice to... well. Yeah, I think it's our friends so, here. You know, we all know Dave Ramsey. Um, everybody knows Dave Ramsey. Everybody knows Dave Ramsey. And he scissors chopping up credit cards. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Dave Ramsey hates credit cards. And it's funny, like people just assume that I feel the same way. Who meet they, me? Email me. I think they just assume that that's a popular opinion that everybody. Yeah, feels Dave that has way. made it very popular. I tend to not agree. We don't agree. We don't share that philosophy. We no. don't a hundred percent agree. Yeah, there's there's facets of it that we right. do. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But at the end of the day, I think what it comes down to is that I'm not anti credit card, just like I'm not anti mortgage or anti car loan or whatever. Like, yeah, I'd I'd love for everyone to be a hundred percent debt free, but I'm not going to tell someone don't ever take a car loan or don't ever get a mortgage on a house. And so as a result. The credit card is just simply another financial tool just like them. Right. It's no more or less evil than having a mortgage (laughs) on your house. And so you you have to view it through that lens. Now, yes, the interest rates tend to be higher, but like right now, but if you go back to the early 80s, like, you know, mortgage rates were nearly 20%. So it's like you can get credit cards with lower rates than that. So anyway, it's just the nature of the economy and where we are right now with everything. So yeah, when we talk about the beginning of our marriage and in particular, me, my spending, I needed to cut the credit cards for sure. And and we both did. And so we didn't have credit cards for seven years. Seven years. And we set some rules. It was like, if we're not paying this thing off every month, then we're not having a credit card. That's that's how we got back into it. Hard stop. And so, yeah, so we went probably seven to 10 years, I think, without using credit cards when we first got married. Mm-hmm. And that was one of our first rules is like, yeah. once once I decided, all right, I'm going to try to get another credit card again, see if we can not destroy our finances by having a credit card. Right. And that was the rule. It's like, if we ever carry a balance from one month to the next, then all right, we're getting rid of it again. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of knowing yourself. Yes. And that's what we did. Uh, yeah. And that's what I recommend everyone do. Mm-hmm. Like, know yourself. If you can't use a credit card responsibly, then don't get one. Don't like, get this it. is really simple. Like, mm-hmm. this doesn't have to be a black and white answer for everyone. Personal right. finance is personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everyone's situation is different. And you just need to know yourself. You can't delegate your personal finance. It's like, you have to make these decisions yourself. You yeah. have to be the one who's in charge of it. Like, you can't. This is why I, I talk to some people who are like, I just want to hire a financial advisor just to do everything for me. And it's like. That's, That's me. Fine. <laughs> That's fine hiring someone to help you with some stuff. But at the end of the day, you are responsible. Mm-hmm. Like God made you the steward manager of the finances entrusted you with, not someone else. Yeah. So you can hire someone to help you, but you have to be responsible for it. It is our responsibility to manage that just like it is to manage our time, to manage our, our uh, steward, our children, our yeah. health, whatever, all these different things. At the end of the day, that responsibility has been given to us by God. And we can't just kick that can down the road to someone else. Right. 
Now, like I said, we can bring people in to help, and I think that's great. But you yeah, can't if you know just your weakness, abdicate that responsibility to someone else. If you know your weakness, you know that, okay, I'm not going to do the best job I can do on my own, right? Yeah. And so some people probably need to say, well, I can't do this on my own, right? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. I mean, and that's why that yeah, we sell financial education. Like we have courses where we help people do this. And again, like we want to help as far as we can. All right. So the bottom line is this. I don't have a problem if you hire a financial advisor or an accountant or any other financial help. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you and I are responsible to God for managing what we've been entrusted with, yeah. right? All right, so now back to the credit cards. Like, I tend to think of a credit card like a chainsaw. We have a chainsaw. You've seen me chop some stuff I've down with it. I've never used it myself. You've never used it. And we have a seven-year-old son who wants to use a chainsaw. Now, am I going to let him use a chainsaw? No. No. Okay, why not? Because it's a dangerous tool, okay? I know how to use a chainsaw, and I have successfully not chopped off my hand so far. So I'm really, I'm excited about <laughs> or that. Or even a finger. Or a finger. Got on my fingers too, you know? But it is a dangerous tool. Right. But when I need to pull down a tree, it is a whole lot easier than using a handsaw or using a hatchet or a butter knife. A chainsaw is the best tool for the job. And it makes my life a whole lot easier by using that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I have a chainsaw, okay? I tend to view a credit card the same way. It is a tool that has potential to cause harm and that can be dangerous, Okay. But the root of the problem I found in our life, and most of the people I've talked to, the reason that people tend to get in trouble with credit cards isn't the credit card itself. It's the root problem of overspending or a lack of contentment or something like that. Now, Mm -hmm. I can't say that unilaterally across the board for everyone. Right. But I know for both of us, like that was the issue for you, right? 100% for me. Yeah, like we, that was the thing. We had a root issue and the credit card enabled us to get ourselves in trouble. But the right. credit card was just a tool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For me, I definitely had this contentment issue where I was just like, I I mean, the Bible says the eyes of man are never satisfied. That was me. I was just like, give me more. And as soon as I would get the thing I wanted, I wanted something else. <laughs> something I'm actually trying to teach our seven-year-old. All right. So here's what's interesting about what you're saying right. is that in terms of the heart issue here, which as believers, money is about the heart. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. It's like, how do we keep our heart right with money? Like, yeah. that is the thing that matters. So in terms of what you're talking about, you, say you spent, whatever, $3,000 a month on stuff to satisfy that discontent, and you only had $1,000 available. That means right. 2000 goes on a credit card. Mm-hmm. All right. But say you had $3,000 to spend on that discontent, mm-hmm. and you actually just bought it. You wouldn't have the debt, but you still have the exact same heart issue. Yep. Isn't Absolutely. that interesting mm-hmm. to think about? Yeah. And so even though you might not have the visible signs of having the problem, like the heart problem is still there. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. I'm just thinking on that and the implications of that because I think that's pretty significant. And back to the other thing of when we started using credit cards again, like we solved that root problem so that we could add a credit card back into our life without mm-hmm. causing problems. So yeah. once we got that root issue of discontent, overspending, whatever, mm-hmm. removed, then we could add a credit card and we could actually get some of the benefits from it. And that's when the game changed for us. Yeah. And this is that's why I'm a proponent good. of having a good rewards credit card. Right. Because, you know, and for years I didn't talk about this because, again, so many people are anti-credit card. But I realized... <laughs> I like what I would do as a finding myself like talking to my friends in real life about, man, dude, we just got whatever, 10 hotel nights yeah. for free because we opened this credit card. 
And they're like, whoa, whoa. And I, and I wasn't writing about it or, or creating any podcasts about it. And I'm like, why am I not? Like, I want to talk to you right. like you are my friend and like you are, you <laughs> they know. They are our friends. Yeah. Like, my goal is that what I'm communicating to you is just like I'm communicating to my little sister or my mom or my yeah. best friend. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to be sharing the same stuff. Yeah. And I know sometimes it's not a one size fits all thing, but at the end of the day, I'm like, why am I not talking about this? Like, our lives yeah. have been so radically changed by some it, of these rewards really we've true. gotten, you know, and- it's well, like, why are we not talking about it? And another thing that you told me is like, this is another form of currency. Like yeah. when we get these rewards points, we are able to actually give some of them away. Like we've sent multiple people on trips. Mm-hmm. We will have your mom come fly down here to, to help take care of the kids. And we are able to pay for that with points. And so it's like this other form of currency where we can, again, use this as another tool. It, it's like having free money a little yeah. bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, right now we have a few hundred thousand points and they're, yeah, like what we can do with them is just really, really exciting. You know, when our first son was born, we stayed at a nice Hyatt hotel in uh, Maryland for, what for was it, 10, like 10 days, days and it cost us 50,000 points. So completely free for 10 days at this nice Hyatt hotel because mm-hmm. we had to stay there part of the adoption and we didn't pay a dime for it. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And we got that, those 50,000 points just from opening a credit card. It's yeah. like... Yeah, it's remarkable. And since then, what have we taken? Like well over 100 flights and yeah. well over 100 hotel nights. Yep. All completely... I mean, I shouldn't say 100% completely free. Like a couple of the cards have like... The, the main card we use has a $95 annual fee. So so there have been small amounts that we paid. But at the yeah. end of the day, we've probably gotten somewhere from... Twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of free travel for a few ninety-five dollar annual fees. So, it's been uh, well worth it for us. So yeah, well, if you are, are having this revelation where you're like, wait a minute, maybe we should, whatever. Yeah, we have some articles you can check out where I give like a lot more detail. We have one article where I wrote basically our whole strategy for how we travel for free. Mm. It's just seedtime.com forward slash free dash travel. We'll try to have a link below for you to check it out. Or you can just um, search for it on the website. And then the, one of the cards that we love the most is called the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Mm-hmm. And they right now have 100,000 point sign up bonus. I don't know how long it's going to last. It's not going to last Which, forever. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, by far the best bonus that's, they've ever that's offered. That's really good. You and can so, do a lot with that. So yeah, you can check that out. We'll have a link to that down below as well in our review of it and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, this is why, I mean, those are a variety of reasons why I'm not an anti-credit card, cut up your credit card guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is right for some people at certain times, you know, like it was for us at it a certain time. Yeah. And right now, it's not. So we have a book that's going to be coming out in a few months that we're really excited about. And when I started writing the book, I sent a quick little survey to a lot of people in our community. And I asked, what is the one thing you hate or what are the things you hate about financial books? And the <laughs> most common response is viewing personal finance as a one-size-fits-all solution. Ooh, yeah, And that is, the, like I think, the, the heart of this. And so, to make absolute black and white statements about things and just Mm -hmm. assume that that applies to everyone, when you're doing that with personal finance, I think you get yourself in a dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a whole lot easier from the educator or the financial Mm -hmm. guru's perspective to just have, all right, these are the black and white statements that everyone has to fit in, the box that everybody has to fit Mm -hmm. in. 
I don't know. I just prefer to like talk about the principles, help you learn and understand why behind everything. And um, so that you can make the best decision. Make the best decision for you and your family rather than just following someone else's arbitrary rules. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my pitch. That's my spiel for (laughs) why I'm not anti-credit cards. The bottom line is I'm never going to make you get a credit card. I'm never going to tell you you have to get a credit card. <laughs> we have um, no power over that anyway. So, But I'm also not going to yell at you if you have a credit card or anything like that. So with all that, have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up. Knock, knock. Who's there? Leaf. Leaf who? Leaf us a review on iTunes, please. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Know we are praying for you and we'll see you in the next episode. (laughs) 